Glory to Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have assembled this evening holding vigil, celebrating the feast of the Mother of God entering into the temple. And throughout the hymnody of this feast, we hear again and again that this is in the Theotokos, we see the fulfillment of Scripture. This is maybe for some years quite acclaimed because they're not used to hearing about the Theotokos being a fulfillment of Scripture. In the Orthodox Church, the whole reason why we have the veneration and the love for the Mother of God is because she is the Mother of God. That it is with her ascent, with her, we have our Lord coming in the flesh, spending nine months within his mother and having the relationship that only a mother and a son or mother and a child can have, a relationship that did not end. It is in thinking about the fulfillment of scripture in the Theotokos, which is of course, may say the chapter of Christology or what we believe about Jesus Christ, this is not uh, proof texting, as in that we find a verse over here and then a verse over here, but you can hear, especially in this particular story, uh, that we have Mary as a child being brought to the temple uh, by Joachim and Anna, and throughout the Psalms, uh, the story uh, drawing from various verses within the Psalter, we have the girls with lights, the little uh, children along with Mary as she escorting her to the temple. We hear echoes and we see because scripture does this. There is an echo because there is a kind of a pattern in the way God works throughout the Old Testament scriptures, even into the New Testament, that we have in the story of the mother of God entering into the temple. We have the echo, of course, of Hannah and Samuel. We have this, you can see, so much you start seeing this, the parallels just start jumping out of you. The story of Anna and Joachim bereft because they cannot have children, which is of course exactly the situation that Hannah was in. We do not have a temple episode like Hannah uh, and the high priest, but we do have uh, Anna and Joachim being blessed by God to receive a child after being barren. We have with the raising up of the Theotokos uh, and the story of the church, uh, she is this, you know, and sometimes in icons you can have uh, what seems to be like the Dormition icon. We have a symbol of the soul of the mother of God being wrapped like a little baby. Uh, the dimensions are not off in the icon of the presentation of Theotokos to the temple. Uh, the tradition is that she was young, three, four, somewhere in that age, the same that Samuel would have been when he was brought to be, uh, I'll use a strong term here, sacrifice of the temple. Obviously not a burnt sacrifice, but a offering of the parents up to the service of God. And what do we have but a parallel also where Samuel, where he, in learning and serving in the temple, he hears a call from God and responds to God. 
which is exactly what we have with the Mother of God, who serves and lives within the temple and receives an angelic visitation in order to fulfill the mission that God has for her. And this is a similar mission that Samuel is brought into. Because what we know from, it was a Sunday, how many, a few months ago, was it two months ago, that we had the prophet Samuel and we talked about this. Uh, we have that, um, the high priest's name is escaping me right now. Eli. How could I forget Eli? Uh, and his two sons, that they are an example of a decadent, uh, sinful, gluttonous. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention in the homily, part of the reason why uh, basically it gotten to God had had it up to here, if you will, uh, is because not only had they been taking from the sacrifices, but in that fleshliness, they had also committed and gone past another boundary within the temple boundaries, if you can read it between the lines of what I'm saying here. Okay? So there was on every boundary the priests of God had crossed them, and that was part of the reason why they were slaughtered in battle, where Eli fell back with all of his heavy weight, his glory, and broke his neck. But we have with the Mother of God, with the temple, with the Holy Spirit, the presence of God not being present, she herself who was to be the ark, the ladder, the jar for manna, the, the rod that buds, the tablets that has the divine inscription that she herself comes and has the same work of Samuel, restoring temple order uh, and bringing and ushering in a king. So as we look to the fulfillment of scripture in the Theotokos, uh, in many ways this might be new eyes, new ways of being able to see, but the church uh, in her wisdom has protected and guarded this as an example of uh, what God has done for us in preparing uh, the fruit of Israel uh, the Holy Mother of God, so that she, in being raised in the temple, may be able to say with all purity and uh, with all of her mind and her heart, yes, to the angel, the announcement of the glad tidings that God was going to be with us, and specifically and particularly with her. So this is a feast of great joy, and one to, it's a nice feast to begin the season of thanksgiving to mirror, uh, I'll just say the second world all around us, as we give thanks to what God has given us, and what God has done specifically in the Mother of God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Tomorrow morning.